We got the victory. How are we going to keep it? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. Bill, Zoe, good to see you again. How have you been? Um, Zoe, there's been, you know, there's been some some change in the air with the uh, Canadian uh, Freedom Convoy. Uh, you know, that dangerous insurrection that we have to use nuclear war powers for. <laughs> uh, but it's revealed, really, not only the kind of person that Justin Trudeau is, but also, to the extent that there have been uh, this kind of protest in Australia, New Zealand, uh, Holland, Germany, and we still haven't had ours yet. But it seems to me that on some level, I think the elites are finally realizing that they that if you just continue to lie to people and tell them what to do, and have a separate set of rules for themselves. I don't know if it was equally damaging as the truck convoy, but certainly the sight of all the celebrities at the Super Bowl without masks on, while our kids have to wear masks and so on. It feels to me like this that this whole system, this rotten, corrupt system that they put in place is really starting to unravel. I really get that sense. So here's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this idea of uh, tyranny. Uh, we can make it about tyranny or democracy or freedom or whatever. Maybe the social compact would be a better term for it. But it has been a, a mark of Western civilization for several, 200 years now at least, and you probably go back to the Magna Carta on this one, where you had the idea that the people could rule themselves. And, and that actually got some traction here in America for quite a long time. Uh, but lately we've been seeing more and more of the same kind of elitist attitude, but it's on the part of either politicians or tech giant CEOs or whatever, but or movie producers. But there's been a growing, growing, growing sense that I've gotten that it's not about Republicans or Democrats anymore. It's about the elites versus the regular people. And the elites are starting to panic because the, because the peasants are revolting. As uh, as they used to say, revolting peasants. <laughs> you know, I wonder if um, I wonder what really causes the panic, though, man. Is it is it because okay, are they panicked because the peasants are revolting, or are they panicked because they're like thinking, hey, uh, we've laid so many regulations and uh, done so many things to like screw up how people are able to make any money. Uh, how are we going to tax these people? <clears throat> how are we going to tax these people that we've made broke? <laughs> so it's like, hey, yeah. who's, who's going to be feeding us, man? We're not, we don't have anybody to feed off anymore because we basically taxed the, the snot out of them. So where are we going to get our resources from? So maybe that's why they're panicking. And when these people do get panicked, <clears throat> you know, does it come to a state of where, um, you know, the people are like saying, OK, it's time for us to eat the rich? Um, I, I, nobody's going to eat the rich. I mean, people will eat themselves before they get to eat the rich. No, I'd, I'd be happy for prison. Frankly, I'd settle for prison. Yeah, you know, and so, you know, what is it that's causing these, um, what, what would actually cause the panic? I don't know. I, it's like when these, when these societies, you know, th these people get so bloated full of themselves and the integrity of what it is that they're standing on has just broken down. But when, when they do get to this state of panic and they do get scared, at that point, ain't it like too late? That's when these, that's when these systems collapse. 
you know, yep. and uh, everything that they <clears throat> that they basically desiccated um, just crumbles up from underneath them. I, I'll tell you what I think they're afraid of. I think they're afraid of the fact that for, I don't know, decades now, they've been um, shepherds, and I don't mean good shepherds. They've been the kind of people that pointed to a gate and then all of the sheep just went where they wanted to because the sheep assumed that the that the farmer or the shepherd was working in their interest. And now they're pointing to a gate and still a lot of sheep going, Mah. but some <laughs> of them are turning to this guy and saying, well, first of all, I don't know if I want to go in there. And secondly, I don't know if I want you telling me to go in there. And then all these other sheep are starting to gang up. Yeah. And some of them are going, and, <laughs> and, and it really is starting to freak them out. And I think the reason for this, I've pointed this out a few times. In fact, I pointed out in the last uh, Moving Back to America about the uh, tortured by the gazpacho, <laughs> where, where it's like we – they, their control over us is not the kind of control that Nazis or the or the uh, NKVD or the or or the uh, KGB had. Those people had guns to the heads of people who had who weren't armed. These people have no control over us other than our own uh, decency and our own you know desire not to stand out and wanting to be good people and all the rest of it. But they don't have any actual physical coercive power over us. And so on some level. This whole thing is a bluff. It really is. It's a giant bluff. And I remember two years ago now, two year anniversary of uh, you know two weeks flat in the curbs coming up as the uh, as the Babylon Bee says. But I remember very early in the in the pandemic shutdown. I want to say a, a month after they shut down California, Elon Musk basically said, "Well." I'm looking at the data and the hospital beds, the hospitals are not filled and there's nothing like the amount of ventilator uh, use that we thought there's going to be. So I'm going to reopen the Tesla factory. We're going to go back to work. And the state said, well, no, you can't. And and Musk said, well, I'm going to. And if you come down to arrest people, don't arrest my employees. Just arrest me because I'm the one who told them to come down here. And you know what? He didn't get arrested. And and I think the reason he didn't get arrested was because there was no legal grounds to arrest him. And unlike the people who find themselves in prison in, in Washington, D.C., still in, uh-huh. in cells without medical treatment, Elon Musk had the means to actually defend himself, and he would be missed if he was uh, put in a dungeon someplace. But my entire point of bringing up the, the, the Tesla thing was that he called their bluff. I mean, he said, no, you can't do it. It's a health emergency. Well, I'm doing it. So if you want to arrest me, come arrest me. Nothing happened. Mm. You know, that weapon that we talk about, their, their weapon is, is slander. We know that. Um, slander coming in the form of whether it's the race baiting, whether it's the sexism mm-hmm. and things like that. That's their weapon. And, they've, and as, we've, you know, as we've discussed before, slander is basically the worst thing you can do to somebody without touching them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very powerful and destructive tool. Um, so using that... And basically, no matter what it is that Democrats are able to get away with, I notice like it's at this point, it's basically no point in making about a Republican or Democrat. And that's because too many Republicans are acting like Democrats. Uh, mm-hmm. it, ain't like, it ain't Democrats acting like Republicans, but we've gotten to a point where people can't really tell the difference. That's right. And it's, that's also part of the inside outside 
realignment, yes. you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a far shadow from what the, uh, you know, what the Republican Party was founded to be. A lot of, you know, people out there, Republicans, like, I don't, I don't even know why they call themselves Republican. I guess because they hate taxes or something like that. Uh, well, but they, the, they, they don't hate taxes. They just don't tax quite as much as the Democrats. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. Uh, for We're not 40- in favor of a small government. We're just in favor of our, our position is a slightly smaller, large government than, than the Democrats. There it is, man. I'll buy that for 40 cents on a dollar. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but you know, we, we've got this. Now we're, we're, before the prices go up. <laughs> right. Yeah. That inflation is a madman right now. And, and, and see, that's the other thing. This we got this just w- w- runaway inflation. Uh, you would think, why are they putting all these taxes on us? It's like you guys are printing your own money. Why don't you guys just go ahead and pay for whatever it is that you want instead of imposing all these things on us? But they're just able to get away with doing this stuff. Uh, the hypocrisy, these people can wear masks and these people don't and all and just whatever. But no matter what it is that they're doing, it's not as bad is what they've made Republicans out to appear as. And so they're just getting away with this. This uh, I don't even want to call it soft tyranny. It's it's insidious um, uh, serfdom that they're, they're that they're just in, imposing on us. So um, all that to say, man, you know, with how they're. Is it going to get better? Um, I think I it is. I don't. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be pessimistic, man. I, no, really, I think it's going to get much better and quickly. Now, when, now, okay. Let's now. When it does, when it does get better, how sustainable is that? You know, it's like it's, as we keep saying, okay, we get this good thing, and you know, and then all of a sudden, when these easy times comes because things get better and it makes these soft men, how long, how fast is that going to happen? And how fast are we going to lose it? Because, you know, as we, as we're set up to be this self-governing society, we're self-governing based on what, and if you don't have a solid basis of self-governance, well, it's built on sand and it will collapse. So that's why I'm saying, yeah, we can get this back and we can get it. Sure. How, how sustainable is that though? Well, this is the thing about this particular species of tyrants, which I don't think we've ever seen before, to be honest with you, in human history. Everybody who's ever commanded somebody else to do something in the past has had either guys with swords or guys with guns or guys with you know rocks who, um, who would force you to do it. And these guys don't really have that. They've just got the power of, of, of social proof and the narrative and all, all the stuff that you just talked about. But they don't have the ability to actually force us to do anything. And that's what I think I see now. Now, this goes as a, as a data point towards the case I'm making about, you know, it's no longer a democracy because the people who are, or, or a republic, stop being a republic when our rights mm. started getting taken away. Mm. But it's not even a democracy anymore because the people that are making the decisions and the movies and all the rest of this stuff not only don't care what the regular citizens think, they actually openly despise the citizens of their own country. It's clear that Justin Trudeau really hates most Canadians, honestly, and that he's comfortable with the with the you know with the French speaking set that he that he hangs out with at cocktail parties and stuff. But he he looks at these Canadian truckers who are nothing but peaceful and happy and friendly and every one of them's waving a Canadian flag, you know, and, and he looks at them and he's just disgusted and, and despises them. And, and, and Biden's the same way. Hillary Clinton is the same way. They have nothing but contempt for their people. And, and this is starting to get some pushback. But what, what I think really makes this point is 
there's now a, an effort to recall the um, the very lenient far left uh, uh, attorney general of San Francisco and the attorney general for Los Angeles, and I think the only reason that happens is not because we had a garbage dump in, in L.A. that had bubonic plague in it until some conservatives came from out of state and cleaned it up for free. And not because of the homeless thing or so on. It's because, and I don't remember her name, it's because one extremely well-placed Beverly Hills socialite, or Brentwood, I guess, was murdered in her house in Brentwood by it by an intruder. And all of a sudden, all of those issues about crime and homelessness and all the rest of it wasn't just about the little people anymore. Now they're actually coming, you know, for us. We'd better do something about toughening up the standards now because we've lost one of our own. And all of this together is just making it clearer and clearer and clearer, I think, to, to the everyday citizen that we do, in fact, have two standards, that there isn't the rule of law, that there's the rules that, that they have to abide by, which is you can take off your mask for a photo shoot and then the rest of us have to wear a mask while we're serving you your, you know, your, your nice uh, Chianti. And, uh, <laughs> and that's, that is happening while people still care, you know? Mm. It's happening bef before we've really been beaten into abject uh, servitude over five or six generations. Yeah, man. And see now, man, this is going to, you going you gonna to put me in, in kick a dead horse mode. Because uh, it's just like you said, there's two sets of, of laws. Kick there's, it. You can kick <laughs> at that donkey if you want to. Get, uh, uh, I see what you did there. I see what you I did see, there. I see, thank you very much. <laughs> um, and, that, and that's exactly my point. I'm going to kick that donkey, man. And the thing is, that's where that privilege word comes in. We talk about those that's standards right. for these people and the standards for these people, these laws for these people, laws for that. And uh, yeah. That's that privilege that unfortunately a lot of conservatives say don't exist. And when I say privilege, I am specifically talking about white privilege. Again, conservatives, please learn this. This is not an admission of guilt for you. This is a way for you to take the Democrats race baiting, slanderous weapon and turn it back on you and turn them back on them. Don't say that there's no white privilege. Yes, it is because the ones who have the power to do all this stuff are white Democrats anyway. Sure, That's they right. may have their people of color, cronies, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they may have them. Those people do not get their power unless it comes from the white elite Democrats. That's right. Democrats That's have, right. Always institu have, have always run apartheid. They've been In the fact, apartheid party. Hmm? You, can make, you can make the case that by, by just the act of claiming that society is riddled by white privilege is really a form of white privilege. Yes. You know? Absolutely. It really is. It's kind of like, you know, well, we got, you know, nothing else to do except, uh, you know, uh, take medication for our neuroses. Uh, we can afford to say, oh, yeah. We can afford to say that we're guilty. We're, we, you know, we're completely down with the movement because these because these rich white progressives that make the rules that everybody else has to obey, but that they as tyrants don't have to obey, mm -hmm. they think that provides them with a shield. In mm -hmm. other words, when the mob comes, oh no, man, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I donated you know, 60 grand to Black Lives Matter. They actually think that works. Time yeah. and time and time again, it was a couple years ago really now with the George Floyd thing, but time and time and time again, you'd see left-wingers coming out while somebody's smashing their house or, or, or throwing <laughs> a brick through their window or burning their house down. No, 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 I'm on your side, I'm on your side. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. Not when the mob gets going, you're not. That's, That's right. That's what 
it's what Winston Churchill said. It's like appeasement just means that the crocodile will eat you last. Yes. And 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 all of this is happening now. And I think people are really on a daily basis coming to realize what most of most of us conservatives have realized at least since the first year or two of Barack Obama and that is that this country is no longer governed by the rule of law and uh -huh. and to put a little cherry on this uh, winds of change kind of thing uh, the, the it seems to be that the that the probe into Hillary Clinton's uh, spying on the Trump campaign there, there seems to be extremely solid evidence that this actually happened and is therefore the biggest political scandal in American history. Because they didn't just spy on a candidate like they did on Watergate. They also spied on the president of the United States. And furthermore, they concocted a story that did him a, a, a enormous harm. And I'm not saying Hillary Clinton's going to go to jail because I'm not that optimistic yet. But I am saying that three months ago, I just had resigned myself to the fact that this witch is going to basically walk around free for the rest of her natural life. But I have seen a couple things in the last few days that make me think that she's she's looking a little nervous, you know, mm. looking a little bit nervous. And you hear that there's more and more evidence coming. Uh, I, I'll put it to you this way. If Hillary Clinton gets charged with anything... That's a that's a sign that things are changing. If she goes to jail, it's a sign that we're well on our way back to a healthy society because there's no question about about the guilt of this woman on multiple layers. And to me, she's kind of the she's kind of the bellwether. She you know, if Hillary Clinton can walk above things like, you know, the 30,000 emails that she didn't return and and spying on the president and oops, looks like uh, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide in that little 12 minute window when the cameras stopped working and all the rest of it. You got away with murder in front of the entire world. Mm -hmm. If she starts just the fact that she's looking over her shoulder is a sign that things are moving in the right direction. And we'll see, I think what actually comes of this, but I always consider her to be the litmus test for how sick we are. Sure, sure, man. And, and you know, the thing is, Hillary Clinton, man, considering everything she's getting away with, she is like the high priestess poster woman for white mm -hmm. privilege. You know, that's oh, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's who she is. I mean, she can go on, I mean, they're trying to make the case, uh, you know, that the spying that they did was legitimate. If I'm hearing this correctly, I mean, they can just go ahead and make up their own statutes of when they can spy on somebody. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but if I, I didn't hear that. But if that is their defense, then they're in real trouble because when your defense is, yes, we did it, but, uh, you know, that's 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 not good for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that means there's overwhelming evidence that they did it. And that's about the only spin position they're in now, because if they deny it and that evidence continues to come, then. Presumably, it makes it look even worse. Although, again, uh, Hillary has ability to float above law. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, and the thing, and see, these people with their masterful pandering, patronizing, putting on the accents and everything, I don't feel no waste. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of stuff. It's nauseating, but they get away. And see, and that's what I'm saying, Bill. These people can't get away with this foolishness that they do without help. That's foolish right. people do not succeed unless, and they're not, it's the help that they're getting isn't necessarily coming from Soros or Bill Gates or anything like that. A lot of the help that they get come from Republican voters. Because when Democrats set that trap 
that race baiting trap. Yep. They get the most accommodations for Republicans who will say, yeah, we know all this stuff about the Democrat Party and the KKK and Jim Crow and all that sort of stuff. And then totally cancel out what they say when they say, hey, that was white privilege. There's no such thing as white privilege. You just erased everything. Everything the Democrats have done, Republicans just erased for them. And when they when they do that, this is how you have people like Joe Biden can just float right on into the White House. Hillary Clinton can just float past justice. You can have Joe Biden's crackhead son doing the things that he's doing. You can have all and these photographs, yeah. photographs of yes. him doing it on his on his laptop. Yes. Until when, when Republicans say, OK, you know what? We're not falling for that trap anymore. You know what? Yeah, there is. There is white privilege. And you guys are the culprits of it. It's always been you. You are the apartheid party of, the, of America, of American history. That's you. Yes. The, the, the systemic racism. That's you. The white privilege and supremacy. That's you. And we were founded to fight you on it. Now, see, now, now, now you're now, now you're getting me fired up. Now I'm getting some religion, you know. I'm, 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 st- I'm, I'm serious. I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel the hosannas coming on. Uh, <laughs> Mark uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln said he once saw a country preacher who had to put two big bricks in each of his pockets once he started getting going, you know, <laughs> just to keep him on the floor. But yes, that's exactly what we should be doing. What we've never had the the rhetorical intelligence uh, to use Evan Sayed's term. We've never had the rhetorical intelligence to do that. And part of that is because the people on the Republican side who have the means and the mouthpiece to do that, as a general rule, don't particularly want to upset the apple cart. Mm-hmm. I know for a certain fact, and 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 I'm, I can't. I know what the source is, and it's a private source, and I don't want to reveal the private source. But I know for a certain fact that there were high-level Republicans who were basically saying we have to stop Trump. And, and if that means Hillary, Hillary's actually a very, very cool person, and she's, she really knows the ropes, and, and, and she'd make a fine president. These are Republican campaign leaders. And, and so with the exception of people like Ted Cruz and, and uh, DeSantis, a couple others, you know, I remember Trey Gowdy especially, and, 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 and you count them on, uh, certainly on both ends, maybe on one hand. The Republicans are not speaking that way because if you start speaking that way, things are going to change. And they're, and they're, and they're concerned that that means that they won't be in the, uh, yeah. in the club anymore. And I, and I see politicians looking at re-election like it's the last helicopter out of Saigon, you know, or the last, uh, or the last you know, C-17 out of Kabul now, I guess I need to say. But – they're worried, and and they seem to be getting more worried all the time. And tyrants, tyrants, all tyranny is predicated on fear. Mm-hmm. In order for me to tell you what to do and make you do something you may not want to do, you have to be afraid of the consequences of not doing that. And for the and for the victims of the of, of the Holocaust, you know, the Jews and, and the non-Jews, and also for the, the victims of the Soviet system or the Chinese system or the Cuban system or whatever, the fear is that if I don't do what I'm told to do, somebody's going to come and take me away in the middle of the night and shoot me, probably shoot my family too. These people don't have that option. If they did, they'd use it. Because that's how they're built, but they don't. And the reason they don't is because of the Second Amendment and because here 
we decided a long time ago that we don't really need the guns for deers or not even for the British anymore. Really, it's our own government. And so they can't, so they can't come at us with guns. And, and what I think is going on right now is I think this elite is beginning to realize to their horror that we're beginning to realize that they really don't have any power over us at all. And if we can get that message out, then it's all over for them. Yes, I, you know, right on, man. I, I, I hope that uh, a lot of folks will realize that, yes, these people really don't have power. It's supposed to be, you know, power to the people. It's supposed to be we the people and things like that. And, but there's so much, and it, I don't even know if it's so much that it's even most of the culture, but it doesn't take most. A, a minority of people can do a lot of damage. Uh, yep, or and, a lot of good. Or, or a lot of good. Thank you. Now, it ain't so much about people being afraid of being dragged out in the streets, you know, and, and shot or executed. What people are afraid of now, man, is people are afraid of not being seen as a good person. You know? Yeah. That's what their their image, lovers of themselves, man. It's like, I don't want my image. I want to be seen as woke and pro-science and, and, uh, and, and um, you know, educated, all these yep. things. That's what they were informed. They want to be seen as that. You know, if you're not wearing your mask, well, then you're an anti-science bigot and all that sort of stuff. If you yes, have, exactly. If you don't have your your Vax card to present, then you're just not in the in in, in the cranium club. Do you know what I'm saying? That's so, exa exactly right. The the premium club. That's exactly yes. right. Yes. That's where these. That's the fear that's being driven. And it's like you don't want to be seen as one of those anti-science, bigoted, sexist, homophobes, or anything like that. Do you? Don't yeah. Want to be one of those one of people. One of those people that flies in coach. Yeah, you know the people that walk past us as we were reclining with our with our hot towels and our and our nuts and our and our and our cocktails in first class, which is a fine way to go, by the way. Don't don't mistake me. I I love flying first class when I can. Right. But that's how they feel about us. It's like first we go in and we sit down and we all know each other and there's only eight of us or whatever. Oh, hello, yes, I know. Oh, yeah, the chairman of IBM and I was in this movie. And then and then the hoi polloi, the, the then the masses start coming past them, you know, and and heading to the seats. The back of the plane, and I'm usually in the hoi polloi uh, mm. column as a general rule, and 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 you can see that expression on their faces. Mm. In many cases, sometimes it's just by just by the way they're not looking at you, you know. But it's like, oh, I suppose we have to put the you know the cattle in the back there. This thing's it's coming apart, and I, and and furthermore, I think it's going to come apart in a good way. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a bloodbath. And the reason it's not going to be a bloodbath is because despite the tyranny that they've enforced upon us, they haven't put us through a bloodbath either. I'm not saying people haven't been killed or imprisoned or anything, but there were no, you know, millions of people taken out and just, you know, liquidated, gone. I think, I think the American citizens just finally waking up and saying, you know what, all of you people got to go. We're seeing this on like the bottom level, even with the, with the things like school boards and, and, and San Francisco recalled three super liberal members of their super liberal school board because because of the left-wing propaganda they're putting into their heads. It's San Francisco. Mm. So I'm actually feeling feeling pretty good about the, the future of these tyrants. And, and Justin Trudeau is made exactly of the same stuff as all of them. Justin sure. Trudeau and Barack Obama made out of exactly the same stuff, right? And when they get scared and realize that somebody like these truckers have called their bluff, then they get scared enough to reach for the big sticks, like 
emergency powers and try to bring in the military and all that other stuff. But the problem for them is, is that unlike the military of Saddam Hussein or Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin, most of the people in the military are on our side because they're regular Joes too. And, you know, and oh, man, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be one of those, you know, paranoid sounding kind of guys, but at this point, do they even need you know, the guns and the jackbooted thugs and stuff like that. A well, they do for me it, well, and they know. do for you <laughs> and they yeah. do and they do for the people that are watching the show. And more and more people are switching their registration to Republican every single day. You know, and the thing is, when people go, it's like a person goes in a hospital. That used to be a kind of like a safe place to go if you were sick. But now it's like they don't really need a gun. All they they don't need to pull a gun out on you. All they got to do is pull your ability to get medications that you need. That's right? real tyranny. And, and yeah. they'll sit there and they'll watch you die. There's that's you actual that's actual death dealing tyranny. Yes. Uh, but and when I was sick with COVID, there was medication that I could have had and that mm -hmm. I was assured I would have. Mm -hmm. uh, you know aquarium cleaners and horse dewormers, hmm. uh, but would have made a real difference, but it was not available anywhere in, in California because of politics. So politicians right. didn't kill me, but they made me real sick. Yes. And and yes, that is a genuine physical harm. These are but things it's not a doing. bloodbath. Exactly. It's not a bloodbath. And it's like, does blood have to spill for there to be death? You know, because... Well, on the other hand, uh, doctors have estimated that the number of people that might have been saved by by uh, antiviral medications rather than, you know, vaccine, they estimate it might be as high as 500,000 Americans. That's a that's all of our war dead in World War II plus another 50 grand thrown in. Mm -hmm. and, and this tyranny that's coming down on people, and it's, it's, you know, when we think about what these people are afraid of and at what point they get afraid, you know, it's unfortunate that it seems that money talks and can cause fear or incentive more than the Lord does. Like say, for instance, you can go, they, they can shut down these churches. And it's not like I'm seeing like mega churches saying that uh, uh, if you don't let us have church, service, well, we're going to leave. Uh, they're not doing that. But my, no, that they, Canadian you know, guy <clears throat> arresting him on the freeway, that Canadian preacher who said, get out of here. Right. You know, no, there, church, yeah. there wasn't a lot of, you know, there, there's every, you know, here and there, we got some folks who will stand up, you know, to the, 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 the Gestapo. Um, you know, when they come in and want to, you know, flex some, you know, their little muscles and stuff like that. But a lot of churches accepted being shut down. Um, you know, whereas <clears throat> you have Elon Musk says, hey, man, um, I'll leave. But the, the scary thing about that is when you have money, whether it disappears or not, they're, they're afraid of that more than the repercussions of going against the house of God. Yeah. Um, when it says on our money in God, we trust, but it's like, ah, uh, give me that money. Right. Yep. Uh, and if you, if I, I'll, I'll take my business and my money with you, if you with me, if I don't like it, but when you have a state that is more concerned about the money more than the offense that they bring against people's God given rights, these are the kind of things where it's like, okay, how sustainable is it when we're supposed to have this self-governance and, and, and the church that was slow to say, hey, we're not shutting our doors. You want to come and arrest us? You can come and arrest us. We got we got the word of God here, right? Said that had disciples, man. They weren't afraid to go to jail. 
All right. You yeah, Christians, Christians yeah. were ready to go to the lion's den or go right. into the arena in, in the Colosseum and be hacked to death or, or mm-hmm. eaten alive by lions because of their faith. But we're not willing to we're not willing to call the bluff of these of these, you know, um, petite tyrants, these, you know, these petty <laughs> petticoat tyrants, Karens, basically yes. enslaved by a nation of Karens. I want to speak to the manager. Oh, no, I'll give up my core beliefs. Just don't you know, just don't make any more trouble. Right. Right. So, you know, here, cheers to the truckers <laughs> you know, Bet that, that said we're going to ride on through this barricade and, um, you know, not to not to try to you know beat anybody over the head or anything like that. But, you know, just to answer the question of do I have I try to be optimistic. You know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that. Just make sure that we, we have a contingency of thought. It was like, OK, we we, we got there. We were victorious. We turned this thing around. We got the victory. How are we going to keep it? this is it and this is why i was saying i wasn't happy about saying this didn't give me any pleasure but if you want to cure people of these bad ideas you got to give it to it and when they have donald trump as president they can talk about whatever fictions of socialism and social justice they want to once they're actually in power regardless of how they got there now you realize your gas is is 50 percent more than it was last year and all the rest of all of this stuff and you see the double standards and all the rest of it, and people are just waking up. That's that. That's what it is. It's just a great awakening. I personally am going to sit back with the popcorn on this one. I really am. Uh, I, I I see things getting better and better on a on a daily basis. Again, in the case of Germany at Stalingrad, in the case of Japan at at Midway, the war was lost. But the war was lost early in the war. Things got much worse before the war was over, and I think that's going to happen too. But I, I think they've given it their all and they've and they've and they've and they've been defeated and that that means the real dying is going to come once they start clamping down and that dying is a metaphorical term I think damage I should have said mm. <laughs> anyway that'll do it for this edition of the Virtue Signal made possible by you the members at BillWhittle.com most of you anyway if you're not and you enjoy these messages hmm. we are out there trying to fight against George Soros and forty billion dollars of propaganda. By talking about these things, not always agreeing about them, just talking about them. And 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 some of the most spirited and interesting conversation is going on in the forums at BillWhittle.com. So uh, something for you to think about. You may have all kinds of friends that you haven't met yet. In any event, the link is below. For Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on The Virtue Center.